You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Pac-12 Media Day, Jimmy Lake with the media. Have you missed us, Jimmy? I have missed you guys. <laughs> I have. You guys, you guys know I love uh, talking to you, and I love uh, talking Husky football, so it feels good. Um, we're, we're getting back to some normalcy, and um, we're really excited for the season. I, I had a chance. I did a podcast last week with Cooper Patagna, and I asked him, I said, if Jimmy met Coach Pete at Coach's house in his boat and raced to Husky Stadium, who would win? What do you think he said? Probably say me because I would go. I would go above the speed limit. <laughs> he, said, he, said, he said you and the talk afterwards would be epic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. That's that's probably right. I mean, you, it's tough to get time off, but it, have you gotten a little time off in the off season? Oh yeah. No, we definitely did. Um, you know, the it's the NCAA does a good job with the dead period where you know June was just uh, so busy for all of us college coaches. Uh, you know, these players have been waiting over a year to to do visits. And so once the doors opened, you know, our campus was full of players and, and so were the rest of the, the, the universities around the country. Um, and then, of course, being with our team. Uh, but then once the dead period hit, you know, we got the coaches out of there. They're still in contact with all the recruits and their, and their players, but they need some time away with their families. And um, I did the same. And now we're refreshed and ready to go and excited for the 2021 season. You're going to get inundated, you know, for, God, I don't know how long about it, NIL, conference championship, and all the other stuff. But, you know, I, I still think it comes down to the guys. That's why you're here. And one of the most interesting guys is, you know, there's got to be a story. you got to tell me the story about Devion Banks. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, he uh, comes out of the blue and just everybody's going, who is that? And then people are looking at his film and going, Whoa! Yeah, no. So he he's he's a special story. He uh, you know we first saw him, I believe it was 2019 at that Redlands satellite camp that we do every single year, where we we found a lot of players and have evaluated a lot of players, good and bad. It's like okay, hey, we don't think he fits us, or we think he fits us, and he he really showed himself two years ago. But then, so we had him on our radar. We're like, hey, we're gonna watch him this fall of 2019, and then 2019 he gets injured. So he had limited tape. And then the following year, COVID happens, and he gets injured and uh, injured again. So he plays a spring season in 2021. His tape, as you just mentioned, was, was really, really good. And then we got the chance to go down and do that satellite camp uh, in June, and he knocked it out of the ballpark. Uh, we had a spot available, and he fits our profile. He's fast. I mean, if you look at uh, his track numbers and his, his high jump, uh, they were some of the tops in Southern California. And then you look at his tape. He's great with the ball in his hands on offense, and he's really good on defense. And so we, we like players that can go both ways, that are fast, and that play physical. Uh, he's a dog. It's hard to keep secrets at this day and age. When he's on your radar, were you kind of maybe one eye looking? Is anybody, I mean, just seeing if anybody else was on him? No, I just more, I pay attention to what our evaluation is, uh, not really paying attention to what everyone else does. We're not followers. We don't we don't look at uh, what other people are doing and try to follow their lead. We, we're, we're leaders, and uh, we find really good football players who fit us, who have NFL attributes. We're going to go out there and we're going to go get them. You talk about versatility, you know, because I was talking to Trent, and I was telling him about um, 
Buddha, when Buddha was here, how much he lobbied to return kicks and play offense. You know, and Trent said he had to lobby a little bit to return kicks. He says he's lobbying you now to play offense a he little is. bit. He is. He is. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Are we going to see it? Yeah, we'll see. We will see. There's that's there's always a possibility. We we have a couple other guys uh, that are on that side of the ball that also are lobbying to get a few uh, few catches and a few handoffs here and there. Um, I think uh, you always have to make sure you maximize your your good players, your great players. Trent's definitely one of our great players. Um, he's going to be a special uh, punt returner for us. And if there's an opportunity to get him on the offensive side of the ball and uh, cause uh, our opponent's defense uh, some problems, we'll definitely do that. And Jackson was talking about Trey Adams got to catch a ball at tight end. So Jack, I mean, how much lobbying do these guys do to oh, do yeah. something different? You know, it's funny. I mean, they lobby me, but really I, I'll go to them too. And also uh, I'll, I'll put that in their head like, hey, what about this? What about this? I love plays like that. It keeps uh, it keeps our opponent on their toes, and it uh, makes it fr- it makes it fresh uh, from week in and week out. You never know what we're going to do, uh, so you never know. There might be a tackle eligible play. Jackson catches a catches a lateral for a touchdown. He might line up at tight end, and you never know. I'm always a big believer. You know, you get these big guys, and if you're ahead and they do all they're supposed to do, they get one play. You know, in a blowout game, running the ball. I'd, let's do it in the first quarter, Kim. How about that? <laughs> there we go. Let's not wait for a blowout game. Let's do it in the first quarter. Oh, God. And, and the question you're going to hate, you know, is camp coming out? Everybody ready to go? Is there anybody that we're not going to see? Yeah, any of those updates, that'll happen, uh, you know, the opening day of training camp. Uh, whenever I'm scheduled to speak, I'm not sure which day that is. But yeah. uh, any updates on that, um, I'll, I'll give uh, next week. You know, just you had a chance to digest all of spring football tape. What were you most pleased with after looking at all the tape? I think uh, the attention to detail and, and the effort, uh, you know, each unit, there was such a competitive nature in each unit. You know, the running backs wanted to be the best. The receivers wanted to be the whole, I mean, just up and down, the offense and defense. And I just loved seeing the competition go back and forth. Uh, the offense would win a day, then the defense would come back and win the next day. And then the day would end up be split sometimes. Offense would go, defense would come back, and then the offense would finish. So I just love the competitive nature of it. Um, I think our guys' minds are in the right place. Um, and I know they're excited to get back after it in August. You know, everybody wants to know about guys. And, you know, I, I know Coach Pete hated talking about guys. But, you know, are there some guys that after football camp maybe performed better than you thought? Really after, took after, a jump after, forward. after spring football? Yeah, really took a jump forward on either side of the ball. Um, uh, you know, I think I think our wide receiver unit as a whole took us took another step. Really excited about those guys. I, I like the the swagger that they're playing with. I think their confidence is building. Um, really, really pleased with that group. And then you know the defensive line. Uh, you know, Coach Rowan did a really good job of just uh, energizing that unit. We had some young guys come in, and Kowal and Boy, who really who really showed some things. Uh, you know, typically young D linemen like that don't usually end up playing uh, their freshman year, uh, but they showed in spring football that uh, that college football is not too big for them. And so, they're, it, it was fun watching those two young guys compete. It sucked being the new guy at times, coming in and making mistakes and. Uh... You know, Sam Heward, you know, just looking at the film of Sam, I don't think he'd ever seen, you know, a defensive ends dropping back in zone blitzes before. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no. you kind of got to laugh at it a little bit. It's always it's always an adjustment. Uh, and it is no different with Patrick O'Brien either. Patrick O'Brien's like, Coach, are you ever going to let us get a big play on you guys? He would always he, he would look back and go, you're, you're not going to let me get anything, are you? And uh, it's different going against our defense in practice. You know, we're, we're built not to give up the big play. And... Um, it can be hard. You're going to have to earn it against our defense. 
And so, you know, there's no question, it's a learning curve for Sam Hewer, but it's also a learning curve for, for Patrick O'Brien. Uh, but it's going to be fun watching those guys. Uh, you know, they, now they have about six months under their belt of knowing what our defense looks like and, and, and learning the offensive plays. And, and um, I know they're going to they're gonna give our defense uh, a lot of troubles in training camp. He's telling me i got to hurry up, but I, I have to ask because everybody was kind of going, huh? And then the more they looked into this new hire of yours, just mm-hmm. people started raving. Kevin Carroll. Yeah. Tell people about Kevin Carroll. <laughs> You're laughing and smiling. Yeah, no, it's uh, what, what a special human being. Um, I believe he spoke to us the first time uh, back in 2017. He just left this impression on all of us uh, the whole staff all of our players um i latched on to him uh would text him he would text me back and, and just help me with, with, with things that i needed throughout the years i know miles bryant and uh, dante pettis really latched on to him um, i know a lot of uh their success of, of in college and then now in the national football league uh, kevin carroll helped them mentally uh, really really take that next step in their in their game and, and in life and so we brought Kevin Carroll in again uh, this last offseason, and uh, it just dawned upon me, we, we, need this, we need this man around us at all times. And so he's going to be a special advisor to me and our staff and, um, and our players. He's going to be around uh, the facilities, he's going to be around at practice, he's going to be around at meetings. Uh, he's a, an amazing resource. He's a catalyst. He's, he, he, he sets this spark in all of us. And it makes us all reach new horizons. And so I'm very excited to have Casey on board. How hard was he to hire? You know, he's. Uh, I'll say this: he's really excited about um, our program. He loves the culture of our program. Um, so he was definitely hard to hire. But I know this: it was an easy sell for him to want to be the part of the University of Washington. Right, now I want you to make my job easier. Last question: Just, I want you to make my job easier when we show up to fall camp. Tell me what I'm looking at. What do I need to pay attention to? I have ADD. Tell oh, me what geez. to pay attention to. Uh, I mean, I think you just got to pay pay attention to the overall pulse of the of the team, uh, the competitiveness. Um, you know, in special teams, offense, and defense. Um, you know, watch our guys. You know, you know how how they how they interact with each other and the overall pulse. I think you're going to get a uh, a sense of of excitement. Uh, and ex- a sense of unfinished business. There's going to be a chip on our shoulder, uh, and then we have something to go prove. You like being the football coach at your dad? Of course. <laughs> best, best job in America. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.